Before we dive into today's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this content is intended for general purposes only and should not be used to substitute professional medical advice. Always seek the advice of your medical service practitioner based on your unique needs. Hi, this is Kelly, your nutritional nerd, bringing you the health news you want to hear for the week of May 25th, 2020. This week, let's take a look at how to reverse your road to diabetes before it's too late. Do you love pasta, crackers, white bread, ice cream, and donuts? Do you ever enjoy a big bowl of breakfast cereal in the morning? Do you love deep fried foods or anything from fast food restaurants? Well, most of us do, and I can't argue there. But here's the real question. Do you eat these foods regularly? If so, you may just be on the road to diabetes. Maybe you've already thought about this. Uh, Are you afraid that you're on the road to developing diabetes? Well, if so, you're not alone. In fact, in the United States, 88 million adults have prediabetes. That's over a third of the adult population. And of those who are prediabetic, 80% don't even know it. Now, not only does prediabetes put you at risk for developing diabetes, but it also puts you at risk for heart disease and stroke as well. But I do have good news, and that is that prediabetes can be reversed. How do you do this? Well, in order to reverse your prediabetes, you'll need to follow a prediabetic diet and lifestyle. Keep listening to learn just what this entails. First, let's start uh, with a little bit of information about what prediabetes actually is. Well, prediabetes is a condition in which you've got higher than normal blood sugar levels, but your levels are still low enough that you don't yet have type 2 diabetes. These higher than normal levels of glucose may also be called impaired fasting glucose or impaired glucose tolerance. Now, type 1 diabetes is completely different. It's got a genetic component, and you can learn more about it in a a blog that I've written um, about uh, a year ago. So please do go check that out, all about type 1 diabetes. But today we're going to be talking about type 2, and more specifically, prediabetes. Well, prediabetes results from a disruption in how your body processes and regulates glucose or sugar in your blood. This glucose can come from the food you eat or it can come from your liver. Normal bodies are very good at regulating blood glucose and keeping your levels within a healthy range. But prediabetic and diabetic bodies, on the other hand, struggle with this regulation. This is a huge issue because, as we mentioned earlier, diabetes can put you at a greater risk for heart disease and stroke. How does prediabetes develop, you might wonder? Well, typically, it develops after years of eating sugary foods or white refined flour products. Each time we indulge in a commercially prepared donut, 
muffin, bowl of cereal, or piece of cake, we actually cause our blood sugar levels to rise. The increase in blood sugar results in a surge of insulin from our pancreas to carry the sugars to our cells. When our cells can't hold any more, excess sugar is excreted or stored in fat cells for later use. The more fat cells we have, the more sugar they can store, which creates an issue of ever-increasing fat cell size, something nobody wants. Well, there are certain factors and behaviors that can increase our risk of developing prediabetes. Some of them are if we happen to be over the age of 45. If we have a 40-inch waist or larger for men, or a 35-inch waist or larger for a woman. Being overweight or obese, especially if you have excess belly fat. If we happen to eat lots of processed meats and refined flour products. If we drink sugary beverages, including soda, on a regular basis. You can also um, increase your risk for diabetes if you happen to be of African American, Native American, Pacific Islander, or Latino descent. If you've got higher than normal triglyceride and LDL cholesterol levels. If you happen to have polycystic ovarian syndrome or gestational diabetes. Even if you gave birth to a baby who happened to be over nine pounds in weight will increase your risk. Not exercising and then having sleep problems, including sleep apnea or even performing shift work. Well, all of these risk factors come into play. And if several of them sound like you, it's time you started paying closer attention to what you ate. It's also important to note that most people don't show any signs or have any symptoms that indicate they may have prediabetes. Occasionally, some people do show symptoms like being thirstier than usual, increased urination, blurred vision, or increased fatigue. Some people may actually also show signs of insulin resistance. This means that their body makes enough insulin, but the body doesn't respond to it the way it should. Insulin resistance is the first step down that road to diabetes. Some signs that you might have insulin resistance would be if you happen to have darkened areas of skin on your body, trouble concentrating, being hungrier than usual, or more tired than usual. So if you think you're at greater risk for developing diabetes, or if you are a pre-diabetic, the good news is that you are not stuck on this road. You can work at reversing pre-diabetes or preventing it altogether by following a good pre-diabetic diet. But what does a pre-diabetic diet look like? Well, Let me give you my top tips and tricks. These are the top things that you should consider doing to reverse your prediabetic state. First of all, avoid sugar and refined carbohydrates. I know, easier said than done, but eating those refined carbs and sugary foods can put you on the fast track 
to developing diabetes. This is because your body quickly breaks down these foods into tiny sugar molecules that are immediately absorbed into your bloodstream. This rise in blood sugar then causes your pancreas to produce more insulin, which is a hormone that helps sugar get out of the bloodstream and into the cells. If you have prediabetes though, your body's cells are resistant to the efforts of insulin. So sugar levels remain high in the blood. This causes your pancreas to produce even more insulin in an attempt to bring blood sugar back down to a healthy level. And over time, this can lead to higher insulin levels and higher blood sugar levels until your condition eventually turns into diabetes. So cut out sugars and refined carbohydrates as best as you can. If you're not quite sure what refined carbohydrates are, they include basically things made with white flour, like pizza, pastries, white bread, pasta, desserts, and lots of different breakfast cereals. The second thing you can do is to watch your portion sizes. Eating too much in one sitting can cause higher insulin and blood sugar levels in people with prediabetes or diabetes in general. Plus, people who tend to be obese or overweight are at a greater risk of developing diabetes in the first place. So for this reason, you should watch your portion sizes at each meal. If you struggle with portioning out your food, maybe invest in a good set of measuring cups or in portion-controlled plates. Next is to eat a high-fiber diet. Eating a high-fiber diet is also a key to reversing prediabetes. High-fiber is beneficial for gut health and weight management as well, and lots of studies show that a high-fiber diet can help insulin and blood sugar levels stay in check. So some of the best, most nutritious high-fiber foods that you should incorporate into your diet are things like pears, avocados, apples, strawberries, raspberries, beets, carrots, bananas, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, lentils, kidney beans, artichoke, chickpeas, split peas, quinoa, popcorn, oats, chia seeds, almonds, my personal favorite, sweet potatoes, and of course, dark chocolate. Fiber can either be soluble or insoluble, and both types can help reverse prediabetes. Next up, try to increase or up your vitamin D intake. Many of us know that we can get vitamin D from the sun in order to improve our mental health, but did you know that vitamin D can also help reverse your pre-diabetic status? Many studies have shown this. People who do not get enough vitamin D are at greater risk of developing diabetes. In fact, one study found that people with high levels of vitamin D were actually 43% less likely to develop type 2 diabetes than those with low vitamin D levels. And if you're wondering where you can find vitamin D, great sources of it include wild salmon, egg yolks, cod liver oil, sardines, herring, mushrooms, and tuna. Additionally, you can add a vitamin D supplement to your daily routine. And the next one is to cut 
out processed foods. Most of us know processed foods are bad for us, but we also realize we know it's important that cutting out processed foods can definitely help. Diabetes, um, in addition to diabetes, processed foods are linked to other major health problems like heart disease and obesity. Studies even show that a diet high in processed foods increases your risk for diabetes by 30%. So swap out those processed foods for whole nutritious food instead. And if this sounds like a daunting task for you, and believe me, I can understand that, you may want the support of someone like me, a natural nutritionist. I can help you refine your eating habits and discover healthier alternatives that curb sugar cravings and help balance blood sugar levels to get you off that road to diabetes. Finally, you can incorporate natural herbs and spices into your diet. Certain herbs and spices are actually beneficial for those with pre-diabetes. In particular, curcumin, berberine, and cinnamon are three that can help. Curcumin is a component of the popular gold spice turmeric. Turmeric is a main ingredient in many curry dishes, It contains strong anti-inflammatory properties and has actually been used for centuries in Ayurvedic medicine. Studies show that curcumin can decrease insulin resistance and your risk of developing diabetes. Berberine is an herb that's been used for thousands of years in Chinese medicine. It's known for fighting inflammation, lowering cholesterol levels, and reducing your risk of heart disease. Studies also show that berberine is effective at lowering blood sugar levels. Cinnamon is also a great choice to help balance blood sugar levels and can be sprinkled on almost any kind of food or taken in supplement form. One word of caution though, there are two types of cinnamon, cassia and ceylon, and they both work when taken in larger amounts, but Uh, cassia cinnamon can actually be damaging to the liver because it contains high concentrations of a potentially harmful substance. So for this reason, Ceylon cinnamon might just be the better choice. And you can also follow a low-carb diet. Finally, those who are pre-diabetic should definitely follow a low-carb diet. They have consistently been shown to reduce insulin and blood sugar levels, as well as increase insulin sensitivity. In fact, there was a 12-week study that followed individuals on a low-carb diet and found that dieters dropped insulin levels by 50% and blood sugar levels dropped by 12%. Those are pretty substantial numbers. Well, after all of this, are you ready to start a pre-diabetic diet? By following this pre-diabetic diet, you'll be well on your way to changing your health for the better. If you would like some help putting a meal plan together for your pre-diabetic diet, then be sure to check out my services page at happyhuman.com. We've got several different packages you can choose from to help kickstart your pre-diabetic diet. You might also want to check out our blood sugar balancing recipe ebook for meal inspiration which is actually still on sale until the end of May, so make sure you grab yours today. 
Thanks for listening. I welcome your thoughts and I value your feedback. Let me know what you think by dropping me a line at kelly at happyhuman.com or commenting below. Of course, if I can help you or a loved one with your nutritional needs, feel free to make an appointment to see me today. Thanks for listening and stay well.